We're very thankful today to be joined by United States Congressman Mike Bost. Congressman, thanks for the time. Mayor, it's good to be with you. So I've been reading in the news that there is a potential struggle over who's going to be the next Speaker of the House, and I thought I would get you on the line and see what your take was. Well, let me tell you that from what we can tell, there's about five different people out there that have said they they won't be voting for Kevin, which is really strange because, you know, I mean, it was clear that we as a conference voted with larger than an 80 percent margin in support of Kevin for that speaker. And that the way that conference is supposed to work when we do that among ourselves, that is the person that we have committed that we would vote for. But these six decided, or five, have decided that they're not going to do that, which is showing, uh, unfortunately, um, my fear is it shows a dysfunction among Republicans when there is a very, very tight majority. The thing is, it would be one thing if they had were asking for something in particular, but they're not asking for anything in particular. And they don't. And when you ask them, well, what's your plan? And, and they won't give an answer to the plan. So at a time whenever we're needing to be united as Republicans, we have a dysfunctional group, even to the point that, let me explain one thing, Uh, in one conference, um, there was Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is part of the Freedom Caucus, who would be probably considered one of the most strong and radical right. She stood up and gave a very, very long speech. We're supposed to be yielded, I think, three minutes time. By the time it was said and done, she was given, other people's were given her their time. And she was explaining why it is we needed to vote for Kevin. And then right after that, Nancy Mace, who got up and her speech was, the reason we should vote for Kevin is, is if you know Nancy Mace and you know Marjorie Taylor Greene, the two of us agree on nothing, but we agree on this. And so... You've got, you know, you've got Jim Jordan, who used to be the leader of the Freedom Caucus. He is in support of Kevin. The list goes on and on of people who are in support of Kevin. President Donald Trump is called in for his on his behalf with these people. Sean Hannity, different talk show hosts from around the nation have spoke up in support of Kevin and that we need to be united. So the question is, is what happens with these? Now, understand that on January 3rd, we actually are brought in and actually the not nancy pelosi even though she was speaker of the last com- committee that's not how it works the house is taken charge of and uh brought into play by the parliamentarian and the parliamentarian takes the role they take the role and then uh they take nominations for speaker usually it's a nomination one person and then two seconds are given usually it's one republican one democrat no other nominations from the floor. Maybe there will be one other nomination from the floor. Then what they'll do is, is they will call alphabetically the members of of this Congress. Then what you do is you stand up and announce the name of who you're voting for. And then at the end of the tally, you have to have a majority of those voting. The thing is, are there enough? Is there a few things that can happen if they got six whenever we are setting with needing 217, it would be normally 218. We're at 222, uh, is that right? 222, 221, whatever, uh, if these guys bail. But then what's the answer? The Democrats not gonna get it, so then we're, we're in a deadlock. Um, and, and probably the parliamentarian will go through about, if they continue to be in deadlock for about two, uh, he'll ask us to return to our own conferences. It is something that 
remember this, you don't have to vote for even a member of Congress. You can vote for any person. You, you can say any name you want and vote for them. I've, I've watched people vote for Colin Powell. I've watched people vote for different names of different sides. And I've also watched people vote for fake characters like Mickey Mouse. I remember when you f- first won a term in Congress in 2014, I recall mm-hmm. that following January that there was slight anxiety about the ability John for Boehner. yes for Boehner to to get mm-hmm. the gavel. So has this schism been building for a while? No, no, it, it, it is always there. No matter, I'm, I'm going to tell you the the most the quickest way to ruin your political career is to become Speaker of the House. Uh, because there's always going to be a faction that they would have done it better, even though they might not have the votes to be in charge or whatever. They, they're they going to complain, and they're going to act this way. But the problem is, normally you come to an agreement, and it's easier to come to an agreement if you have, uh, in, in case when I came in in 2000 and was elected in 2014, January 2015, it was 243. Well, when you have that large of a margin, you can afford to let other people go, and, and Boehner did. You know, Boehner was like, okay, just go. I, you know, I, I got I got the 218, and if you feel like you need to make a statement, make a statement. Well, when you have a, when you have a, simp, a, a small majority like what we have and what the American people sent, then you have the, the opportunity for a minority to try to upset the apple cart, if you would. And so that's where we're at. We'll see how it plays out. Now, obviously, you're supporting Kevin McCarthy. You didn't say that I mean, outright, but... I, I, I am not only supporting Kevin McCarthy, I'm only supporting Kevin McCarthy. There's no other one, no, there's no other person that's got the experience and know-how. You might not always agree with him, but being speaker is not easy. It is a very, very tough job. And remember, whoever is there is third in line to the presidency. So, you know, you've got to make sure that they, that they hit the ground running with the experience necessary. And Kevin McCarthy is the only one that's got that experience. So there's been rumors of Steve Scalise. I know that you are a friend of his. Well, that would have to be way, way, way down the list. And let me tell you why. Not because I I don't like Steve. I think Steve would do a good job. It is Kevin, I believe, that should be the speaker. But, you know, remember, this happened before, too. If you'll remember when, and and this was well before, I mean, you were young, I was young, but, but... when Denny Hassert became speaker, he was the compromise candidate. Right. Uh, uh, Tom DeLay uh, was, and, and it was not Tom DeLay, but it was Tom DeLay's chosen that they thought was going to move into that spot, and he couldn't get the votes together. However, that was decided before they went to the floor. That's what's different about this. You know, it is, and, and Steve Scalise, I like him, and he would he do all right? He'd do fine. But right now, it's Kevin. So... And, and Steve, Steve Scalise is second. And, and so these people who are saying they want Steve or they want they don't want Kevin. The question is, would they compromise for Steve? Because Steve is actually the majority leader who is voted in under Kevin. So what what is his leadership style different than Kevin's? They operate and have operated for a team like a team for years. Well, this all just boils down to McCarthy having back some people in primaries or something. Doesn't it? No, I don't even know that because McCarthy, as far as primaries were concerned, whoever whoever won the primary did not slightly get support. They got wholehearted support, and especially from Kevin McCarthy, who was the biggest fundraiser in the United States. 
It's hard to read them. These five are just different, different. I mean, and, and only one of them surprises me. I mean, they're, they're Ralph uh, Norman. Is, I'm, I'm really surprised at Ralph Norman. Not, I've never figured that one out. And he and I spent a lot of time together, but none of them can give me an answer of why. Matter of fact, I, I ask them, like I said earlier, what's your end game? Well, they don't have an end game. Well, ultimately, a speaker will be chosen, and it will be a Republican. Yeah. And yes, and at the end of the day, you're still going to be the new chairman of the VA committee, I suppose. As long as the steering committee votes that way. Now, if if it comes up and rules are changed, you know, we also voted, and this is one thing that Kevin has done. He has allowed the members to come forward with amendments to the rules. Some of them have been accepted and some of them were accepted by Kevin when others of us were going, I don't like that rule, but they were accepted because Kevin said, yeah, if you put the votes together, then we should accept that rule and actually spoke in favor of some of them. So it was a long process that we went through. And I, and I, and what they don't understand is, you know, and like I said, the power of Boehner had was 242. If a young freshman, some of these are freshmen, okay, are, are, they were freshmen, so there'd be sophomores that were offering these amendments. And a couple of freshmen also tried to offer the amendments, which was wild because I'd never seen anything like that from from freshmen. But um, I, if you would have done that with Boehner, you would say, "I propose this amendment." You would see Boehner look up in the air, roll his eyes, take a very deep drag off of his cigarette while blowing the smoke out, look at you and go, "No." <laughs> But Kevin listened to everyone, and so they don't have a legitimate gripe. They said, you know, they said they wanted these rule changes. So then the question is, in answer to my, your question of me, of, of being the, as long as the rules stay the way they are, I should be chairman of the VA committee. That's, that's why, that was a long way to go around that. But there's, a, there's amendments that they could put on there that could change how we do our elections of committee chairmans, um, and, you know, so. United States Congressman Mike Bost with us today. Uh, Mike, before we let you go, is there anything else that's been on your mind recently about uh, your role in Congress or legislation no, I, coming up? We've got we've got a lot of things to do as far as making sure the PACT Act uh, is implemented correctly when we take the majority. And, and I, I'm chairman of the VA committee. We're in the process right now of going into new offices. And the PACT, uh, the, of- the, the PACT Act is what? PACT Act is as the uh, the law that we passed uh, towards the middle of this last year, um, and that is where we are get providing the medical services necessary to those who have been exposed during the last during post nine eleven to uh, toxic exposures uh, in in our battlefront areas. I remember this. This uh, had to do with uh, oil wells that have been set on fire and things of this nature. Either, Oil wells have been fed on fire and what was known as burn pits. Right. But it's it's not just burn pits. Burn pits are one of the major causes of toxic exposure, which is actually our trash that we had, war trash, being burnt near or on the the bases where these guys were at, and they were exposed to the smoke day in and day out. And that causes a whole list of issues, High blood pressure, heart conditions, lung conditions, all of these things. Well, I'm familiar with from being Mayor of Murfreesboro, all the things we have to do to the firemen's, uh, you know, uh, equipment sure. to uh, clean it after they're on the yeah. scene of a fire. Yeah, um, yeah. So same type and, of thing. And, 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 you know, I mean, 
that, that that's just part of it. You know, I, I had one person when we were passing the FACT Act, we've got to make sure we pass this and then we never expose our military personnel to danger again. Oh, well, good Lord. And I, yeah, I, and I, I instantly said, um, there's this thing called flying lead. Yeah. And <laughs> Abby, I think it if, comes, if, if that's... It, 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 so, so, so whether I was a firefighter or whether I was a Marine, there were certain exposures I knew that I was going to have, okay? Well, if, that, if that's going to be the policy, then China will be on the uh, eastern uh, seaboard tomorrow morning. Exactly, exactly. So, so, all right. Well, we thank you so much right. for joining us for a few minutes, and uh, we hope thank you have you. a great have day. Have a happy new year. All right, same to you. All right.